Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome back for another episode of the Bonus Life Podcast with me, your host, Lucretia Mays, your bonus mom coach. I am so excited to have with me today, Miss Kelly Thompson, who talks about her blended family, talks about her being a visibility coach and helping other women to become visible in their business online. So I'm not going to hold you guys any further. Let's get into it. Day. Kelly, how are you? I am great and I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me on. Yes, I'm so happy to have you. I'm so happy to um, meet you and just um, interact with you and just so you can tell your journey so that people can kind of hear it and um, see, you know, like I said, where you're from and how you do what you do. So um, before I get into, you know, everything, the uh, the good stuff, let people know just a little bit about you. Sure. I am Kelly Thompson. As you mentioned, I'm a messaging and visibility coach, and I basically help coaches and consultants, female coaches and consultants, get visible and get paid without posting content 24 seven on social media, because that's the journey that I had to go through when I started my business. Yeah. I can't wait to get into that (laughs) because you hear so many myths about, you know, how you're supposed to post, how many times, how many days, what days, what times. So I know we're going to get into that, yes. um, which of course, this is something I'm going to need. I know y'all going to need it too. Um, right. So one question that I love to ask people, um, what is one fun fact about you that people may not know? Ooh, that is a great <laughs> question. A fun fact that people may not know. I can tell you that, and I don't know how, probably a lot of people actually do know this, but I'm sure your listeners probably do. I am addicted <laughs> to French fries. Like Really? Real talk. I could just <laughs> swim in French fry. If I if that was my only meal, right? Actually, that's not true. There's one other. I have a Jamaican background. I was born in Jamaica, West Indies, and so my only gonna put thing, that in there. Come on, yeah, Jamaican. all right, oxtails, right. okay, yes, okay. The thing that I absolutely love, in addition to French fries, is what's called ackee and saltfish. Ackee is a fruit I want to try it. Tree. It's delicious. It looks kind of like eggs, but it doesn't really have that consistency. But that that's kind of my. I love to eat. I love to eat, which is a problem, but I love to eat. <laughs> well, you can't tell because you look beautiful. So don't even. Don't Thank even you, love. There. Thank you. You want to hit us with a Jamaican background. You want to hit us with that. Okay. You were leaving that out talking about some French fries, which are good, by the way. But you and you say that. Yes, I know y'all got I so many. French fries. Mm. I'm going to have to try that. Like I said, I've mm. heard. I like oxtails. If I do eat yeah. anything Jamaican, of course, I know this the normal thing everybody may pick but right. I do love brown stew chicken Ooh, um which is really my good. favorite yep um mm-hmm. I just started liking plantains I wasn't a big Ooh, fan yeah yeah so yeah. um yeah you're gonna have to um leave us with a good little recipe or something yeah. so our listeners well can listen I can't even pretend <laughs> to say that I know how to cook I mean I can I don't enjoy it that's another little fun fact <laughs> I hate cooking hate it pray for my children (laughs) well they eating good they still walking around you got breath in their body that's right good and they fool yes so they know how to open the refrigerator so i'm counting that as a win exactly that's a win-win okay (laughs) like that meme says that's a win-win it's a (laughs) win-win um you know i know we're all about you know of course i'm all about blended families and um that's very important to me because that's my life So, you know, let us know a little bit about, you know, your blended family and journey and just, um, yeah, let us know. Oh yeah. My family is amazing. I have four children. Okay. Um, one, my oldest child, we had 
um, I had her before my husband and I got married. Okay. And he had one as well. He had an older son. Oh, wow. Okay. Much older. And then we adopted three other children. Wow. So we've kind of got like a hodgepodge mix of blended happening thing going on. Yes. That's that blended <laughs> good. And a lot of people yeah. don't understand, you know, fostering is a form of, you know, bonus mom. That's, Ooh, that's that 100%. bonus parenting, you know, right. because of course you're not biologically their parents, so to speak, because I'm a bonus mom, not biologically my daughter's mom, but you're right. caring, nurturing, parenting somebody else's child and rearing them in the way that they should go. So right. definitely foster parent is very important um I yeah. know my husband and I we thought about that before um having my son you know maybe um you know because I said we have our bonus daughter but um I didn't have any kids when I came into the uh, bonus mm-hmm. mom role so right. you know we had talked about it but you know um I think it's very important and my husband he always said that if we do adopt he said I would like to get kids that are maybe like at the teen stage where they may need that that mm, much love guidance re- yeah right. guidance basically yeah because that's that stage really that can either make or break a, a teen I agree with you it's like we adopted our children when they were babies they were really really young right. but I see so much when when we were in the fo- working in the foster care system we had foster kids before we ended up adopting right and it's so often that teens are forgotten really after mm-hmm. the age of maybe even eight or nine or ten or so it right. gets harder and harder for them to be adopted so a lot of times they end up in the foster care system mm-hmm. until they age out and then you age out at 18 and then yeah. it's like okay Okay, now what do I do? You know what right. I mean? Because pretty much the government is like, all right, you're 18. You can kind of figure this out. And a lot of these kids, they don't, what, what do you mean yeah. figure this out? Like, just imagine what you were like at 18. You Can you like balance a checkbook, Ooh. have an apartment? You know what I mean? Okay. I had my first credit so, card when I wasn't supposed to. And my mama told me not to. <laughs> okay. Same. I went to college and they were wa- walking around handing out like, credit one. card applications. And I was yes. like, okay, <laughs> free money. Yeah. <laughs> I got to pay $10 okay. a month. That's it. I, buy a pair of Jordan. I went shopping. Listen, okay. I went shopping. I bought jewelry. I had all yeah. these rings. <laughs> what? Like, you don't know. It ain't right. no idea, right? And so these kids, I, I think that's wonderful. You know, when, pe- when parents are able or people in general are able or have a desire to step into the life of like a teenage yeah. child, because they really need it. I mean, that, that is like a critical time. Like you said, that's like make or break time for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you mentioned, you know, as far as your, uh, your daughter, how does she basically react? Cause I know, like I said, I'm a bonus child and my parents have been together since I was nine months old, but right. I did have, um, a, once I got to that teen stage of like, wait a minute, you know, you ain't my daddy, you know, or those, mm, my mom, right. I, I wasn't saying out loud. I could see my mama looking at me like, I know she just did not say that. Right, right. So, <laughs> but she could feel it. Right. And I right. might've just mumbled Absolutely. it. How did she kind of, because right. you know, with a man and having another father figure, um, if because my father wasn't acting, my biological father. So, mm. you know, how did that, you know, um, work and navigate through that issue? Yeah. Like, um, I don't want to speak for her per se, yeah. but I can tell you my experience. Um, I would say her father was very active in her life and it, it you know, by the grace of God, we had a great relationship and still do, you know, I have a really good relationship with he, you know, he has since married and, and it's him and his wife and they have children as well. Awesome. And so we kind of had this, you know, um, co-parenting kind of situation happening because she would go see him at least probably to he lives in a different city but she would probably go see him probably I don't know maybe two at least twice a month yeah that she'd go and visit him like on the weekends and such 
But I could say that she was very receptive to having um, a father figure in the home. That's good. Because uh, her and her her father and I broke up when she was an infant, right? right? And so she was she was really receptive to having a male figure in the home, and she really did like like there wasn't love at that time, but she yeah. liked <laughs> my stepdad well yeah. enough. Right, right. Like, okay, we get there, yeah. Cool. Yeah, but I, I think she did say, and not not really speaking for her, but I know that she had some struggles in regards to um, balancing like how she should feel Ooh, and maybe feel a little yes. bit like, I don't know. You I know, know, I, I know, know what she's feeling should, like. Yeah, it's like a struggle. You know? It's like a tug of war right. because it's like, oh my God, if, especially if they're in the same place because it's like, yes. you know, okay, I don't want to show favoritism. Yes. And I don't yes. want it to be like, uh, you know, it's like, uh, hey, let's all get together. So let me exactly. all bring us in. So I yes. know um, how she feels, even though my dad, like I said, he was not active. It's right. just- me as internal tug exactly and I had to get to a point you know at my wedding it was a really big thing um and I actually danced with my bonus dad you know I don't I call him my pops I actually danced with him you know because I had to once I got to be an adult I kind of realized like okay who's been there not saying that I don't love my father but who has been consistent who has made sure that bills pay lights on me right. sure I ate if I right. when I went to college my car broke down this is a true story my car had broke down on the side of the road it was like maybe like nine o'clock at night he came and changed the alternator him and my granddad came and changed the alternator with wow. my mom on the side of the road who made sure I had this at the third I do have other siblings you know uh, my mom I have two sisters and you know um I had to think about that and who right. actually made sure my wedding day was like it's right. supposed to be yeah. Right. Yeah. Who, yeah. And but you don't realize those things until you become an adult. Until you were an adult. 100%. And I was like, I had a I had a father. I had a dad. Right. You know, right. and so I did dance with him. It was awesome. So yeah. Yeah. My daughter did the same actually. When she got um married, she had both of them walk her down the aisle. That's awesome. Um, because she recognized, you know, they were both um they both had a role in yeah. different ways, you know. And just yeah. like you said. Her stepdad was here for everything. Like yeah. if there was something going on with her car, gave her a car, like yeah. just the whole yeah. thing <laughs> was there all the time. Like yeah. college was paid for and all of the things, bills were paid and lights yes. were on and all of that stuff. But then at the same time, she had a special place in her heart, obviously for her biological father, because yeah. that's her daddy. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And he was a good person. He would, you know, there just, we didn't work out, but he was a good person. He just wasn't there in the day to day. Right. 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 So that's kind of the difference and like learning how to juggle that and kind Mm -hmm. of manage that emotionally. I don't personally have that experience. My parents got um, separated when I was very young. I was kind of young. I was in my teens or whatever. So, and my mom never got remarried. Although actually I did. My dad did remarry. Oh, wow. And that was an interesting situation. That was an interesting situation because at this point he had moved um, out of the state. So we didn't see each other a whole lot. And I was kind of older Right. So it's funny because I could see kind of different. Um, it's funny because you don't really pay attention to your parents' relationships when you're young. You don't yeah. understand like the <laughs> dynamics to kind of go through, go on right. with like adulting in relationships and stuff. But because I was um, in my 20s, early 20s, when my dad had gotten remarried, I was able to kind of see and 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 probably be a little too, too judgmental, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right. God is, is my stepmom. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, you don't like now, obviously I look back on that and I go, what did I know? Like I was still wet behind the ears. You don't know anything <laughs> about a relationship, whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you think about that. My, my actually, actually my biological dad is getting married um, to mm. a wonderful lady. Um, right. So it's good to see him in a better space. Right. Um, she's really good for him. So I'm glad to yeah. see him there, you know, see him yes. happy. Yeah. Um, and you can yeah. evaluate that and look at that now objectively as an adult when maybe if you were a child and he did yeah. that when you were young, you'd be like, what? I don't like her. She's da da da. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, what do you know? Yeah. I, I totally understand. So um, I know, and I, like I said, I, I know with fostering, you know, how is that process? You know, a lot of people, you know, may be interested and may not know how to go about it. Cause I see some people like, well, I don't know if I want to raise anybody else's. And that's the thing. I think that I get like, you, you're okay with your partner bringing in their child and you're raising them. But it, sometimes I see people, you know, a little skeptical about fostering and like, well, I don't know if I want to raise somebody else's kid, but to me, it's like, what's, uh, yeah. what's the difference? Yeah. I hear that. I, I used to hear that a lot. We're not in the fostering world anymore, obviously because yeah. we adopted several many, many years ago. But when we were fostering, a lot of the time we would hear comments like that, like, you know, how could you do that? Like, are you sure you could take care of somebody else's child? I don't know if I could do that. And, and the one thing that, that those kinds of comments kind of always um, struck me and I get it. I understand. Right. But right. it's very much a perspective of what about me, 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 me. Yeah. Yeah. When good. you are stepping into the world of foster care or being a bonus parent or anything like that, it's not about you. Yes. It's yes. about how you can help that child be as adjusted as possible. And I think when you're taking on the role as a bonus mom, you also have to have that in mind, right? Yeah. Like you are marrying this person who mm -hmm. also has a responsibility and a love for their child. Yep. They're expecting you in most cases, if it's a healthy relationship, they're expecting you to step into that, a role, a role, a yeah. role that you can create, but it's a role where you are loving that child as exactly. much as you can, because that person loves their child. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So it's not about just you. And, and it's the same thing with uh, foster care. When you step into that role, you have to know it's not like, yeah, but you know, they make it reunified and then they leave and then my heart's going to be broken. Yep. Yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah. So you need to understand what you're get, getting yourself into. Like, do you really want to help? Are yeah. you really thinking about these children that don't have anybody to look out right. for them? Right. And so if you say, no, not me, I'm not, I can't do it because it's too hard for me. And I right. get it. It is hard. Right. Yeah. But if you're like, no, it's too hard for me. Then what does that mean for that child that could have been in a very right. loving home for even if it was only a couple months Yeah. and the impact that you could have made on that child's life. Right. That's but important. instead you're like, no, 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 it's no, it would hurt too much. Right. Like, <laughs> right. So <laughs> exactly. And that's like, you know, when you get with, um, kid people who have bonus, uh, who have their own children and you become a bonus parent, you also have to think about what if we break up, right. you know, it's, it's, it's the same, yeah. you know, it kind of is, is kind of, um, just alike, I would say, because now you're, you're no longer in that child's life. You were a big yeah, part of that child's life. Right. Now that child is leaving. So it's, it's kind of relatable to me. So I can definitely, um, like I said, I see what people are saying as far as worrying about them leaving, but what if you get with somebody and they have a child and you're becoming that bonus parent, then y'all break up Oof, and there's your bond. Hard. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. It's like, the, it's like the same, um, because you're investing in this child, you're parenting, right. you're, you're loving. So, right. um, yeah. it's kind of the same. 
Yeah. Yeah. I knew somebody once, I don't remember who it was, but I remember they were in a relationship with someone and that person had one daughter, two daughters, something like that. And she was very involved in their life. And then when they broke up, mm. then essentially this child had to experience another loss yes. because they lost the mom initially. And then um, this person had stepped in and they were there together yep. for many years. And then like, that's really, that's traumatic. You know, it's, yes. it's traumatic for a child. So when you decide to do something like that, foster care or being a bonus parent or whatever the case may be, yeah. you have to be very aware. It is not just about you. Like you exactly. could, could potentially really traumatize a child by deciding to, yeah, you know, to not work it out. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, does everyone have problems? Of course. Do relationships right. sometimes not? Of course. But you really owe it to yourself and that child to do whatever you can humanly possible to stay yep. together because now you've invested in this other relationship that may have to go away because now you guys aren't together. So exactly. That's rough. So, you know, signing on into, you know, as far as your entrepreneurship journey, you know, how did you actually get started on being a, you know, coach as far as with visibility and helping women? What, you know, made you go that route? Yeah. So, um, it's, it's interesting because I'm a homeschool mom and I've been homeschooling for a long time, 12, 13, 14 years. Oh, wow. And so my, when our oldest daughter got engaged, it was really kind of a wake up call for me. Like, (laughs) Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> they grow up and leave after yeah. I invest all this time and energy. What, what, what? Where are you going? Right. You know, what right. I mean? <laughs> but, and obviously you want them to grow up and leave yeah. and go do all the things, right? Like you're raising healthy, happy humans and that's what yeah. you want. But it was really kind of a wake up call for me. Like, okay, time is still ticking. Mm. And I had dreams and goals and things that I wanted to do before yeah. these kids. Yep. And my life isn't getting any, any longer. It's getting shorter. I got less time. I got less time in front of me than I have behind me. So right. really thinking about like what that looks like, because, you know, at the end of the day, the top, the clock just continues to tick. And if yeah. I had dreams and goals that I wanted to accomplish. I right. knew I had to, I had to jump on it. Like I had to make a decision yeah. at that time to say, you know what? I can't just keep saying one day, one mm. day or tomorrow or whatever. So that was really kind of a wake up call for me to make make a change and make a difference decide to do something differently. Prior to that, I had, um, I worked in corporate America. I'd done all kinds of different things, which is a podcast for another day, but I did a whole (laughs) bunch of different things. And uh, one of the things that I had started doing was blogging. And I had done that for a little while. And I was trying to, it was back when everyone's trying to monetize their blogs and that was kind of a big deal. And it was just kind of starting. And so I started that and then I stopped and started and stopped or whatever. And so my daughter getting engaged was really like, okay, what are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) So I decided to go back to the thing that I knew, which was writing. I loved writing. It was something I was always passionate about. Took some copywriting courses, started copywriting, started getting some clients and things like that. And it was great, but it wasn't happening fast enough. Mm. Like I came into this with some big dreams. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to start a (laughs) business. It's going to be great. I'm going to have extra money. I'm going to be able to take my kids on vacation. My husband's going to go somewhere. (laughs) We're going to do do, 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 all this stuff, right? Like you start when you start your business. Exactly. I know. And then the cold, hard (laughs) facts of you need clients. And okay. they're not coming in fast enough. No, ma'am. <laughs> so that was kind of a wake up call. Like, okay, what am I going to do? So I turned to social media because that's yeah. where you, when you need information, that's what you do, right? Exactly. So I started getting on social media and, and all the gurus were saying, you know, post content, post content, 
Okay. So I started posting content. I would spend my weekends recording reels. My kids like, don't even come in my office. I got to okay. sit and record these reels. Right. <laughs> it was like this big old thing, like on the weekends. Right. Cause during the week I was busy. I didn't have time. Right. So it's like on the weekends, it was my reels day and I would yeah. batch record. And then during the week I'd be writing captions and all the posts and I'm checking my phone. Like, did anybody like it? How many likes did I get? <laughs> did I get any yes. followers? How many views did I get? You know what I'm right. saying? Like exactly. all the things, right. Yep. And, and hoping that that would one day translate to clients. Right. Yeah. So I kept doing that. And then, you know, gurus were like, you got to post more, right? Okay. So I'm Jesus. like three to five times a day. Yeah. All right. So I got to do it. And the reality of the, of the algorithm is if you're not posting regularly, no one's going to see it. Yeah. It just gets buried, right? Like you figure yeah. your ideal client, maybe they're on there for maybe 20, 30, 40 minutes a day, or maybe even longer. But yeah. if you think of the amount of people, if you're following a thousand people, what yeah, are the odds right. that your stuff is going to be seen by them? You That's know what true. I mean? Like That's true. just in general, just bandwidth wise, you're not yeah. going to be able to see. So unless you're posting content 24 seven, and that was kind of a wake up, another wake up, my second light bulb moment yeah. where I was like, I can't, this is, I'm not doing this. This <laughs> is a lot. Much. It's a lot. It's Ooh. a lot. If you've tried to, you know, market your business and try to put it out there and there, I was like, you got to put it out. You got to be out there. And I, I even started a couple different, um, platform, joined a couple of different platforms like Twitter and, and Facebook and trying yes. to start a Facebook group and all of the things I'm like, oh my gosh, my head is spinning with yes. all of this stuff that I got to, all this content I got to keep putting out. And yeah, I know you can repurpose and all this. Stuff. It's still a lot when you're trying to run a business, you yeah. know what I mean? And be a and wife. I didn't come into it. Okay. And, and be a wife and be a mom, right? No, it's too much. And I didn't come into this saying, I want to be a content creator. Right. That was not my goal. <laughs> I came into this thinking, okay, I'm going to have a business. I'm going to do some copywriting, yes. some blogs and things like that. So anyway, I started learning about like uh, live events. I got invited to speak at a live event. I was kind of thinking, oh, okay, well maybe this could be something that I could parlay to yeah. get some clients. So I started doing some research just to kind of figure out like, what were people doing before social right. media? Anybody yep. realize that there was something before social media? <laughs> <laughs> there was. Right. Okay. It was. Yeah. So people were using workshops and conventions and all kinds of stuff to kind of grow their audience or try to get in front of people. Yeah. So I started doing some research and I put on my first live event. I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. And I, <laughs> I put out, I did a, a webinar and I was like, all right, I got this. I did it. I had like 400 something people show up to the event. It was fantastic. Ooh. Yes. And I got zero sales. Oh, what? Crushing yeah. blow. Crushing that that would be like, a crushing oh. blow. I was hurt. I was yeah, crushed. I would be too. Yeah, I, that's why know, I, I, that I'm scared about that. Like putting all that energy, you know, yes. I'm hosting my first, um, getting together my first workshop. And yeah. that is why I've put it off for so long because yes. I'm like, you know, and God is just like in the back of my head. He's like, you got to do, do it. it. You got to do, do it. it. You got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, definitely. And you should. And cause here's what I learned. It's not just about, you can't just show up Put some words on a slide and expect people to buy. Right. It is so much more than that. And it took me a while, sad to say, to understand that and figure out what that really means. Since then, I've done a lot more research. I've got yeah. around some of the best speakers in the country and I've right. studied and, and um, taken notes and really dug deep into um, what it means to be a good communicator yes, and then a good speaker and to be able to present your message in a way that really connects and com communicates with someone like, Hey, I've got something that can really help you. And right. there's a way to do that, that I didn't really know during my first event since then I got mentorship and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Right. But there, it, there is definitely a way for you to do it. And if you don't know how to do it well, 
then it's not going to be a profitable event. It really is just going to be a lot of time and energy yes. wasted. And that's what happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> so since then, once I learned and, and figured that out and got some more mentorship, like I said, and really just dug in to really yeah. understand, because words have always been my thing. I love words, right? Yeah. Like words matter. And I, I love studying that. And so that was something that came very natural to me. So that I started really understanding it. Then I was able to put on events since then and obviously be, make it a profitable venture and yes. by doing that, I've been able to not have to worry about posting content 24 seven and being on all the time. Yes. And when I post, it's because I, you know, I, I have something to say and I want to, and I'm not saying that it doesn't work for some people, but right. if you're a mom, if you're a busy mom yeah. and you've got a business that you're trying to run, being on social media 24 seven, trying to pump out content for random people who you don't even know are interested in what you're doing, right? right? Like there's a better way. There's a yeah. better way. So if you are a coach or consultant, come to me. There's a Holla at her. Holla at her. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. Cause you know what she's talking There's about. Way. Yes, ma'am. That's one thing that is important because you want to be with a coach that has actually been through the journey yes. that you're going through that right. can definitely get you out. It's all about transformation. What transformation, you know, yes. can you offer? Because I know, right. you know, I want somebody who's been through it. Like, yes. like you said, you know, you had the, the 400 people show up. It was yeah. live. It was lit. And so they said, yep. Yep. right. And Top then of the mountain. Down, I was like, yes. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Sales. I'm waiting. Nothing. I'm waiting. Do I got four people? Do I just got two? Come on, guys. Can I get one? Can I get one? Anybody? Just one. Just one. Anybody? Yeah. You know, and like I said, I see a lot of people, you know, sometimes what works best for every, for one person may not work best for the next. Right. And so it's, you know, by you being able to go through that and showing people how to get visible about their message, you know, it's all like a, it's like a sandwich, you know, if your sandwich is not put together, well, it is not going to taste good. Exactly. You know, so exactly. By that, I love that, that analogy. That's yeah. really, really good. I love that. Cause if you figure <laughs> like, if you have a burger, let's yes. go back to the burger and the fries, we'll have the fries on the side. Okay. Well, let's go back. Right. <laughs> like if you have the lettuce on top of the bun, and the burger on top of the lettuce, like that's not, it's not a sandwich, right? Mm -mm, that makes so no. much sense. That's so good. I love that because that's the perfect analogy of how it is. Like you may have all of the pieces, yeah, but unless you put it together in the right way, in the yeah. right order and structure it in yes. a way that people can recognize it, mm -hmm. it's not a sandwich, yep. right? That yep. makes perfect sense. That's yeah. absolutely it. And that's I, what I had to understand that yeah. just because you have the words and you throw them up on a slide, that's not going to get it. You need to make sure you have the right messaging. Messaging yeah. is huge. Messaging, and I'll say that to anyone, messaging is probably the biggest obstacle that people have in terms yeah. of getting more clients. If your messaging messaging is not on point, like that affects everything. Your sales copy, yeah. it affects your emails, it affects you know content that you're putting out. If yes. your messaging isn't <laughs> correct, That's then you, right, you're not going to get many clients anyway. Yeah, I was there. I was basically, you know, I had said something. Um, you know, I'm trying to talk to everybody, but I'm talking to no one. Yeah, you know, I was exactly. doing that. I, I was like, okay, because I have a book, you know, that's when I really got on social media, I have a book, and a journal devotional journal. I was like, okay, I'm gonna put that out. I'm going right. to do my, you know, Christian content creator stuff. I'm because I love right. God. I love funny, you know, God and right. funny, they can go together. And Dang, so love that. That's why I love you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I was just like, okay, yeah, you know, I want to help I don't know who, but right. I'm going to help them. <laughs> Whatever I can do, Lord, I'm going to help somebody. And right. it was like, I was getting people, a lot of people because they enjoyed it, but nobody was really entertaining Fine. as far as becoming my client. And right. yes. it wasn't until I actually, you know, um, 
got my coaching business and kind of really solidified, okay, who am I going to talk to? Because at first I was trying to talk to, you know, women in marriage, you know, who maybe mm-hmm. go through things and um, get to the other side of the journey. Then I was like, well, maybe I can help people who have inconsistencies with their relationship with God. Cause I've been there and right. I wasn't able to provide a transformation. Now I had bonus mom coach. That was all the way at the bottom. I'm not even gonna lie. How funny. Right. Because I didn't how think funny. people who want to hear that. That's that's how listen, I I'm going to stop you right there because that is something that we all do. We yeah. underestimate our knowledge, right? Yeah. There are people that are way behind you or maybe even just a few steps behind you that would love to get your insight and your expertise. And we're like afraid to call it like an expertise. Like, yeah. I don't know if I call myself an expert, <laughs> but listen, you need to own that and take ownership of that because the things, the struggles and the things that you have gone through, you've gone through them for a reason, right? right. And it's not to be selfish for you just to keep that knowledge for yourself. Like how amazing is it to be able to look back, reach back and help somebody else on their journey yes. and make their journey a little bit easier because of what you've already gone through? Yes. Like that's the goal to me, you know? That's facts. That That's real yeah. facts. And I didn't, like I said, I didn't think about that. Um, it wasn't until I was like, uh, I was working with uh, coach Dr. J. He was talking and he was like, when I explained it, he was like, so when I went down the list, he was like, basically what kind of transformation? Tell me about it. What can you right. offer the people who are going through? Right. And I, I was seeing transformations as far as for the other ideas I had. And he was like, you don't sound confident. Mm, yeah you know you don't sound confident and I'm like I don't you know and I'm sitting here like <laughs> really and right. when I got to the bunny I was like well I do have you know blended family coaching bonus mom coaching and you know and I started talking about it he was like that's it he's like it. look at your whole presence look how you've mm. changed look how you're talking about the journey and helping other women get through it and right you know people used to come and ask me you know my some of my friends or friends of theirs would say you know how did you get through that you know I'm dating somebody with kids and they said in the right, third and, right right you know, right um even my sister now she's actually a bonus mom you know she's dating someone who has kids so I'm able to give her yes you know that uh coaching and give her right. you know that hey you know don't react you don't have to react because everybody's blended family dynamic is different you know right. everybody has a smooth transition you know maybe like yours it was smooth they right. have like a little bumps here and there but it's not really right. impactful and you have those that have the, not saying mine was, bumps. Right. mine was a little, mine was bumpy. Yeah. But then you have those that were like, I'm telling you, they throwing pebbles at you as you walk in. Right. <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's, it's horrible. And it causes yeah. some people to, you know, want to leave. And I had gotten to a point, you know, where I'm like, I, I, I guess I can talk about it. So I just posted that content that one day I was like, I'm gonna be bold God, and I'm gonna do it. And it was over from there. Once I got the response, I had my message. That's one thing that I right. had to get together. It was, it was up from there. I was like, okay, right. God, this is it. This is it. Right. Yeah, exactly. You found the thing that you were passionate about and that you were able to communicate with your messaging, right? Cause it's not yeah. enough to have something really cool. You're like, oh, I got this thing. I can help you or whatever. But if your message isn't resonating with the person, then right. it could be the best thing in the world and it could be exactly what they need. But if you're not communicating that in a way where they could really be like, oh, okay, then <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not going to do anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, um, you know, messaging and visibility, you know, like we were talking about the sandwich, um, you know, and like we were saying, you know, stacking all of that, you know, 
like I said, a Big Mac. Everybody know what a Big Mac look like. Right. You, know, you got that double bun. You know what it looked like. So, right. you know, layering it is very important. Having it and putting it all together. Um, yeah, you're going to have to use, yeah, that, like a sandwich. Just bite it. Yes, and when you I bite into that. it, you know it's going to be good, right? Yes, exactly. That's the thing. You know, when you get yes. this, this coach that gets this message and it's like, okay, I love it. I'm going to bite into it. And it's like, okay, I see it. This is feel it. it. Yep. It's this good. Is it. Can I have fries <laughs> with that? Because you know. Okay. Oh yeah. You like your fries. Okay. You know what I want to ask. Okay. So you just like ketchup or do you put anything else on your French fries and say that? Salt. Just That's salt. It. I am a salt girl. Like I don't even <laughs> like desserts. Truly. I am all about salt. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> But it is what it is. So it is what it is. I, yeah. I, I remember fries used to be in high school. That's what they would serve. You can get pizza or fries. And back then, you know, um, we were putting what mayonnaise and ketchup on fries. Yeah. Don't even ask me. Yeah. I, I remember that. that too. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or ranch dressing. Ranch dressing. Not yeah. that I'm like no shade because I can put anything on a fry and I would still yeah. like it. <laughs> It doesn't even matter. The cheese fries. Like, okay, know. I will pretty much eat it all. Like, okay, good. <laughs> Get you some oxtail fries. Put some oxtail. Yeah, okay, and... okay. If you just put fries at the end of it, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm not a sweet potato fry person. I that's one fry I don't. I don't love really them, but like I said, I can eat them. Yeah, <laughs> that's fries. See, I, I can I, eat them. They're all right. Yeah, but, you yeah. know. Um. But like you said, what are some, you know, I know we gave them pretty much tips, you know, just a few tips, leave a few people with like about visibility and content. Like I said, you know, with the gurus we're talking, it does get a lot of people confused um, on what to do. What would you say to somebody who may be struggling and what should they do? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. I would say first and foremost, you need to figure out just like you did to really figure out who you're trying to talk to. Right. That's huge. And that's a journey. You may not know that right yeah. off the bat. You know what I mean? Like you got, like I tell my clients to take imperfect action because you may yeah. not know exactly who you want to talk to or who resonate the most with your yeah. message. So you really, you really need to figure that out first. Cause otherwise you're just kind of, you're just kind of throwing stuff, some stuff out there, which may or may not resonate, Right. which is kind of okay. Um, but then you need to really document or pay attention to the math. The data mm. is what you need, like data over drama. That, right? Oh, so I like that. Come you on, T-shirt. Like, it's okay. <laughs> data over drama. I should do that. So you could be like, oh my goodness, nobody's responding. I don't know mm. why, but then this post got a lot of likes. I got a couple DMs about my services I'm on mm. this one. Okay, maybe whatever. So if social media is your tool of choice, which I recommend it not be, right? Mm, okay. For so many reasons, it it. It's, it's getting harder and harder for people to be seen and be visible. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it really is. But once you find out your messaging, right, then start paying attention to the data. What mm. do you think is actually working? For mm. me, what I teach my clients is, like I said, virtual events. It's the best way because people are raising their hands. They're signing up. They go to your yeah. landing page. They sign up. They're like, oh, okay, I want to hear more about this. Right. It's a captive audience of people that are actually interested. They have made a decision to yeah. come to you versus you just kind of putting content out there and hoping the right people are going to see it. Not that that can't work over time, but yeah. I'm like, I want money yesterday. Like yeah. if you want money, if you like money, yeah. virtual events are what you should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's real. You know yeah. what I mean? Facts. That's what, if you think about like all the, you know, the experts from all these different areas or whatever that you yeah. see ads for and things like that, 
they're all doing challenges or webinars or whatever, you know, like that's what people are doing. The people that have lots and lots of money, like eight figure earners, that's what they're all doing. Right. Like, yeah, there's a reason for that. Right. So learning the sandwich, the parts of the sandwich that will really work is the key to the system. So I would really highly recommend that if you don't have a coach, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a coach, you don't have to get me, although you should. Okay. But, you, but even if you don't get me, get a coach that's going to be able to help you yes. market your business because it's not enough for you to have the best thing in the world, right? There's no advantage to being the best kept secret in your industry. Okay. You have to be intentional about marketing your business. And once you learn how to do that and do it well, then the money We'll start rolling on in. And yeah, yeah, that that's good. You know, everything that you said there is good and having that right coach, using that good discernment, because sometimes you pay for a coach and it's like, wait a minute, I'm paying. F- I ain't get no help. Like right. you leave there the same yeah. way you came. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Either broke and confused, right. just confused. So, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Definitely understand like who you're hiring. And I, that happened to me, actually, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad situation, right? but it wasn't, it wasn't what I signed up for. You know mm, what I mean? Like I, yeah. I thought it was going to be one thing and it turned out to be something different, which wasn't bad, right? you know, without naming names or anything like that. It wasn't bad, <laughs> but it was just very different right. <laughs> than I thought it was going to be. And it was beneficial because I did learn some things, but not exactly what I thought I was going to learn. What I, that investment, <laughs> so, right? Yeah. But I've heard exactly. a lot of coaches, some coaches say that where they paid a nice amount of money, nice investment. And it's like, mm, no, this ain't it, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, I was talking to someone the other day, actually, um, it was on a sales call and she was telling me about a coach that she had that um, she paid a lot of money and she Oof. really didn't have contact with the coach hardly at all. Wait a minute. Like, it, she and she would kind of reach out and say, Hey, I'm having struggles with XYZ or whatever. And, you know, they would respond very short and very curt. Like, and I'm and like, I'm paying you. Okay. If I, and so that, that to me is very, like me, I'm all about, like, I want you to be screaming my name from the rooftops. Yeah. I want you to make so much money that you come back and go, Look, I don't feel like I gave you enough. Okay. Here's some more. That's what I want. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's my real. Goal. That yes. is real because that means yes. that you liked it. That means that you got something out of it. That's like when you go into a exactly. store and you find or a good food restaurant, you like, you know what? I, I'll pay for that. Exactly. Like, I pay. It was so good. I I'll will pay come for back that and again. do it again. A hundred percent. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll, I may be investing you. You come with me because she's so, exactly. it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. And that's what you want in order for you to continue to get goodwill from other people, right? Yes. Like you want people, you want the people that you help to be able to tell other people, yes. you don't want them like this person didn't tell me the name of the, the person, um, the coach, but like, she's not going to recommend that coach to anybody. I believe you know it. what I mean? Like, <laughs> and again, if you like money, you want to make sure that you are servicing your people. Well, you know service them like you want to be serviced. I'm big on customer yeah, service. Exactly. I am so big because I was in the customer service industry, you know, working for the government. And mm-hmm. so it's like, I like to treat people like I want to be treated. So I have helped people, you know, when I get off a call, you know, they'll say, nobody's helped me before like that. Nobody's Mm -hmm. done that. And I have to understand that that could be me on the other end. So I need to, I want somebody to treat me just like I want to be treated. A hundred percent. And on the flip side of that, and this was me too, like when I first started my business, I was doing 
all of the things. Like mm. I have a tech background also. So like, okay, I would have clients. Yes. So I had clients that were like, I don't have a landing page. I'm not sure how I'm like, Oh, no worry about it. I'll, I'll make one for you. <laughs> like, well, I don't have emails. All right. I copyright. All right. I'll make the, I'll make your email sequence for you. Like I was doing like, wow. Oh wait, I have a problem all hours of the night. Like, Hey, can I jump on a call with you? Okay. Sure. No. I was doing the most. That's like, a lot. <laughs> and I really had to like step back and be like, you know, and, and I wasn't even charging a lot of money. Like I wasn't even charging a lot. Oh my God. Yeah. I was doing all of this stuff. And I really, you know, and, and you know, I knew it because part of it, because I really want, like, my goal is truly to help people succeed. Like yeah. I'm a natural encourager. Like yes. I see the potential in people and I'm like, you mm -hmm. got this, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> right. That's my natural right. bet. Like, like yes. So yeah. like, I want to see people succeed. And so I knew that I was doing a lot mm -hmm. and, and I was okay with it up yeah. to a point. And then I got not okay with it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you got to be intentional and be like, mm, there, you have to put boundaries in place so That's that important. you're not doing too much. You know yeah. what I mean? For the money that you're getting paid that's real you know you can you know that's how i am you know you want to go all in i want to help you i want to help this person oh girl i can do this oh i can do that and then it's like it gets to a point where that's like a bonus mom you know that's why i help so many because yeah. we're trying we come into this role and it's like okay hey you y'all can count on me because i'm going to be great and i want to show y'all right. that i'm going to be the best person right for your right. child and i love them right. so hey i'll go pick them up i'll do this oh you can't right. make it oh do, do this i'm yep. doing everything mm -hmm. That was right. me. And I didn't yeah. know how to communicate that to my, um, my husband, you know, where we, yeah. we were dating at the time. And so that's why I like to help other bonus moms do, because that's one thing that they don't know how to do is communicate that because you don't want to yeah. come off as somebody, Oh, you always nagging. Oh, you always worried about her. Right. And, right. The ex and you know, all those things, but it's like, Hey, I'm getting overwhelmed. I don't know how to communicate that with you. I'm about to leave you. Okay. Right. Right. And <laughs> it's getting, right. It's getting like, I'm like, did I even want to do this? Is this Too even much, what I really yeah. want to do? Right. And so, um, you know, a lot of bonus moms, they come into that, they're just overwhelmed and they don't know how to communicate that. And communication to me is very important. You know, you got to communicate with God, your employer, anybody you do dealing with, you have to communicate that to them. And it has to be effectively because if you don't mm -hmm. know how to effectively do that, you're using your hands, you're always arguing, you know, you're not coming off clear. And then I had to let other bonus moms know, I mean, you got to take a step back. I understand it's about us, but look at them, right? Their family's broken. The child yeah. is now having to come between two homes. Balance this, yeah, yeah. And then you got your husband, your partner, they're in the house. They're trying to please you, the child, the ex, because the they don't want to yep. miss out on mm -hmm. their, their child. And it's so much going on. Then the ex, you have to think about, she's looking at y'all live out a dream. She's sitting there looking at y'all through the mirror like, right. That was, right. that was supposed to be me. Yes. So many dynamics. Yeah. And so I had, yeah. that's what I, that's my goal to help other bonus moms. You know, I want you to understand, yes, we signed up for this, not all of that, but you have to also take a look at everybody else that's involved outside of yourself, you know, yeah. to understand this is, this is bigger. This is bigger than just us. And that's something that I didn't really understand. Cause like I said, I went in right. and thinking like, okay, this is too much. I had to learn how to set my own boundaries to be healthy right. and, and everything like that. So, um, yeah, I get it. I, I really, yeah. Do. Boundaries are important. It really is. Boundaries are a big deal. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, so.
you know, so as we wrap up, let my um, listeners know how can they con- um, connect with you and so they can work with you. Y'all, and by the matter of fact, y'all want to let y'all know she look like MC Light, okay? If y'all want to know, yeah, I know people, some people like with audio, they be like, I wonder what people look like. They sound like this. They sound right, like, right, right. Y'all should look like MC Light and y'all know MC Light <laughs> is fly and she beautiful. Okay. You're the if best. If y'all want to know. So, but let the people know how they can connect with you. I want to come on your podcast all the time just yes. because you compliment me. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's me. all the time. <laughs> so good for my ego. <laughs> um, but no. So um, if you want to, if anything I said has interested you and you are a mom, a business owner, a coach consultant that are just like tired of posting content 24 yeah. seven, and you really want to look at some other options and understand some other ways to get your, to get visible and get paid. Mm-hmm. That's my tagline to get visible and pay, okay. get paid then I encourage you to go to aligntoattract.com slash free underscore webinar. Aligntoattract.com slash free underscore webinar. And I'll, I'll give that to you. Yeah. So and I put that link it. down in there. Yeah. I put that. So they can yeah. And that. I do trainings um, in the next uh, few weeks. I'll be doing a few live trainings. I'm coming. Usually their lives. Yes, please do. <laughs> and um, I also do a masterclass. It's a four hour masterclass that I also do that. I actually have one of those coming up as well. So if you're interested in that, I can give you the link and you can drop that in the show notes as well. Give it to me because we're going to drop yes. it. <laughs> Cause everybody needs to connect, you know, and yeah. um, people are, like I said, always trying to, you know, get visible with their business. And like I said, they were like me, I didn't really know. And it took me so long. I invested so much time. So y'all please connect with Kelly, because if you're continuously going around like this hamster wheel, right. And you're just like, okay, I'm putting out content. I'm getting overwhelmed. The kids in the back, my husband told me I'm always recording. (laughs) Why ain't the food ready? You know? So (laughs) it's like, Hey, Kelly going to get you where you need to be. Kelly's going to get you on that path where God is trying to take you. And sometimes you have to have that help to get there. Amen. Yep. That real help. Okay. Yep. So, you know, y'all, like I said, click the link. I'll have everything down in messaging. And thank you so much for coming on and just sharing your story and just sharing with the people to get them visible. Okay. And paid. Thank you so much. Yes. Visible and paid. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank y'all. All right.